These are the funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv ripping, callers some sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest people I know. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Funniest People I Know podcast and radio show. We are coming to you from the Georgia Radio Reading Service here in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm in the studio today with a very talented bunch of comedians. My name is Will Amato, and this week I was accidentally in a Home Depot commercial. Oops. Oh, Oh, wow. Good times. Congrats. Hey, my name's TJ, and I spoke to a holistic nutritionist on a set, and now I'm a vegan again? I don't know. We're going to see how it goes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Alexandria Sweat, and I have been convinced that Sway Lee from Ray Schremer looks like Eartha Kitt. Oh. Oh, It's a a theory going around. That's the sound you hear when no one knows what you're talking about. Yeah, me too. I'm George, and T-Balls was really rude to me at the airport once. What? Who? From TLC? Mm-hmm. Oh. Were you not chasing waterfalls? I was not. I was not. So, TJ, you met a nutritionist. Yeah. On Friday, I was on the set of an up-and-coming show. I don't know if I can say the name of it yet, because, you know, it it premiered. It's Amazing Stories on Apple TV, and they're filming (laughs) it in Atlanta. It's now so easy to get a secret out of TJ. (laughs) You will never be in the CIA. All you have to do is just say, say it. Tell us. It's it's like, okay, Okay, so. Here's the lowdown. They asked me twice. What was I to do? I don't know. Exactly. So they were filming the show under the underpass. You know? where the bridge burned down on I-85. I know that okay. well. It was 4 a.m. in the morning. We had been filming since 4.30 p.m. And this guy comes up to me and he's like, do you believe in God? And I'm like, that's a loaded question. And then he was like, well, let me tell you about veganism. And I'm like, what? please don't. And then I couldn't get away from him because we were filming and I was pretending to dance. And then he was like, yeah, well, it cured my grandmother's diseases, all of them. And now she's a vegan, I'm a vegan. And it just clears up your skin i'm like tell me more because i want to know how i cannot have acid reflux anymore which is one of the points too now i make peach salsa at 11 p.m at night and do meal prep on sundays I i'm that person i think i know where the acid reflux is yeah. coming from yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wait where <laughs> right what what are you laughing about the what? salsa the tomato the oh. acid before you go to bed oh i do love mexican food I hear a lot of people talking about veganism helps cure diseases or reverses all these things for people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like the magic pill, that documentary on Netflix, the magic pill. Watch it on Netflix. I actually spent today and last night watching Cowspiracy. Okay. And so, TJ, I've got to tell you guys something. Uh Oh, wow. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, wow. I'm bracing myself. I'm vegetarian now. Oh. Wow. That's deep. <laughs> I have so many people in my life with really strong opinions mm-hmm. about food. I have angry vegans. Mm-hmm. I have vegetarians. Yeah. I have keto people. Uh-huh. Okay. Right? You seem like the kind of person who would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have low-carb mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. I also know a lot of... You could never throw a dinner party. Yeah. What am I going to do? I know. Right. What do I so search? Lettuce. I had to decide with all these opinions around, what is it that Will thinks? Because that's not necessarily intuitive. You hear all these things, and we're constantly being marketed to. Mm-hmm. So anyways, given that Lily is a vegetarian, mm-hmm. mostly for the environment, 
environmental impact yeah. of how much grain and things it takes to raise a pound of meat versus a pound of vegetables. I'm a vegetarian. It feels good to get that off my chest. Oh, wow. <sighs> That's yeah. really great. Well, I'm glad we know this. Your father um, and I have a lot to talk about. So. <laughs> you have to return all that hamburger meat I bought you as a wedding gift. <laughs> I know. Fortunately, beer is completely vegan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I believe most be. alcohols are vegan, right? They're either made of a grain or a potato. Yeah, or unless they're made of like animal blood, but that's yeah. you know we don't I mean, really drink that. Jägermeister. Jägermeister is yeah. made with. Uh, but anyways. Yeah. Really. Right. Well, Alexandria, you seem a little frazzled today. Can I tell you about my girl, J-Lo, one of my good friends? I have close relationships with most celebrities, many celebrities. Mm. They don't know we have these relationships and friendships established, but Michelle Obama's my sister. Mm -hmm. Oprah's my mother. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your grandmother? Cicely Tyson, of Ooh, course. Yeah, She's always greatest. I'm so curious. Like he doesn't know. Diana Ross, godmother. You know, like uh -huh. I come from the best. Mm -hmm. And... This isn't weird. At all. At like, all. I do this all the time. We lunch, J-Lo and I sit, me in front of a magazine, her staring back at me, yeah. and we talk to each other. And I had to have a conversation with her about this Motown tribute. Anyone watch the Grammys? No, nobody watches kind the Grammys of. anymore. I watch clips. <laughs> I don't have cable. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Last time I checked. You know what? That's what I'm going to say. Next time someone it. asks me, did you watch it? I don't have cable. I don't have cable. No. I've unplugged. <laughs> I had to talk to J-Lo. I had to talk to Jenny from the blog, Jennifer, and I had to ask her, mm -hmm. what is she doing? Because reading my articles, reading my blog posts, and I hear that the Grammys have asked J-Lo to do a Motown tribute. I don't know about you guys, but I was pissed. Yeah, I understand that because I saw Twitter as well and there were not any good reactions. Okay. Yeah. I think I know why. Yeah. A lot of people were like, well, she's not black, so she can't do a Motown tribute. Mm -hmm. That wasn't what bothered me as much. I just don't feel like J-Lo gives Motown. She oh, just yeah. doesn't have the voice for it. Wasn't no. it great? Yeah. It wasn't great. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't want to knock her all the way down because I had to talk to my girl. I was like, Jenny, what are you doing? And she was like, girl, you know my mother is a Motown fan. We grew up listening to all of them, the Supremes. We listened to Marvin. And I was like, that ain't got nothing to do with us, girl. So did my mom. Yeah, right. right. She's not doing a Motown tribute. You act like yeah, I didn't listen to the to She was like, I'm not leaving the house. Yeah. Yeah. TJ's I'm mom, if you're listening, we'd love for you to do a Motown tribute <gasps> oh, on The Funniest People I Know. That'd be cute. Oh, does she know the Temptations Christmas album? Because that's a true Motown fan. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know, though, I think for most of America, mm -hmm. there's sort of white people and not white people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> J-Lo is... She falls into the not white people category. Uh, the white people category. She straddles the cusp. Well, you cusp. know what? J-Lo been picking whichever one she mm. wants to for yeah. years. So who but would that's you... that's a whole other conversation. I had to talk to her about that, too. I mean, yeah. I could come up with a thousand names, but who would be better to do a Motown tribute? Well... That, that's not black? Shasha Obama. Is she a singer? Yeah, well, I don't why know. are you just picking like I don't a random know. person? That's, That's the only black people to Jake. He just named the first black woman. Right. Are like, like, you that before. guy? So I have black friends. Are you that guy, no. TJ? Uh, I have no friends. I can have a black woman. I'm not racist. Jennifer Hudson, fan. how about? Yeah, Jennifer Hudson could kill it. She could have killed it. Now, sometimes, Jay Hud, she likes to blow you through mm. the door. I could have even, like, a Tori Kelly or someone like that. I think she did that movie Sing, and she was an American Idol contestant a few years back. Curly hair girl. I'm not sure if she falls in non-black or white. 
she could fit a scale of all of. But she is a great singer. I think Kelly Clarkson could have done it. Kelly if they Clark- wanted to have a not black girl do it. Yes. Uh, I don't see why they needed a not black girl to do it. Yeah. Right. J Lo knows. We've talked about this. She's J Lo from the block. She's not a Motown singer. Yeah. She was yeah. barely singing the song she had. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> Jennifer, you know I love you, girl. We're going to go to lunch next week. Her we'll triple threat is dancer, actress, then singer. Yes. <laughs> now, let me give her her roses on the fact she looked great. J-Lo will always serve face. Mm-hmm. And that is my thing that I, I appreciate. She looked good, and she can dance. She did justice to the Motown dance moves and all the little things. When I watched the performance, I told her, I said, I'm going to watch the performance, but I'm going to let it go. I can't tell you what to do. You grown girl. Do what you do. <laughs> I'm going to just watch you. And I wasn't completely distraught over the performance. She did her thing. Like I said, she looked great. The dances, she was on her twos and her fours, so no one can be mad at that. Never one in three. Never. <laughs> it doesn't matter what color you are, what Never. you look If you're old and white, two and four. I don't care. <laughs> Always. Just wait. Just give it a beat. Just give it a beat. And then Smokey Robinson came out. Neo performed with her. That was after the performance. And then all the backlash came. And Mr. Barry Gordy had to speak up for her. And everyone is... Are you related to Barry Gordy? Well, he's like my godfather. Well, actually, he's friends with my godfather, James Brown. So he would come by the house. (laughs) And Diana Ross was there. So did you talk to her? What did she think? I didn't get to talk to her, but did you see her daughter, Rhonda? I saw my god sister, Mm -hmm. Rhonda, and Rhonda was upset. If you see the memes, Rhonda answered her cell phone during the (laughs) J-Lo. There's a lot of memes (laughs) floating around like, girl, Mm -hmm. did you see this J-Lo tribute? Uh, Well, if you have any strong thoughts on J-Lo's performance, we'd love to hear from you at (laughs) funniestpeopleiknow at gmail.com. Tell her that her bestie, Alexandria from Funniest People I Know, said, girl, you tried it. Do you think J-Lo's across the country sitting at a bistro looking at a magazine of you talking back? Of course. Okay, that's what I thought, Always. There was that one time when I did a play in my hometown of Louisville, Kentucky, and she has that copy of that cover (laughs) of me on there. And she looks at it, and I look at her. Well, J-Lo's a big fan of the show. Thank you for listening. She writes in occasionally. Huge supporter. Always appreciate the love. I think some of the Ask TJ questions are J-Lo. 100%. The Dillersons? Come on. I I believe she's the one that put the red velvet cupcake theory and all that stuff. You you think it was J-Lo? She answered the phone. Do you think (laughs) J-Lo shops at Nordstrom's? Of course she shops at Nordstrom's. Mm, On her own? No, she has a guy. There's been a little controversy over their return policy. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. Oh, my gosh. It's the one of the best transitions ever. Holy crap. <laughs> this is great. I've been... What? Ever since you told me how great Whoopi was... Really? What? I've you watched been... The View? Oh, my God. Yeah? This is the best day of my life. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is so Not great. Not regularly, but oh yeah, she's a master at transitions. She is a master at transitions. Although, I got to tell you, Whoopi has an advantage because she yeah. knows what's coming next. Yeah. I never know what the hell's going to come out of your exactly. mouth. Exactly. That yeah. is true. I love when you came out of Norsham's out of nowhere. I was like, why would you ask that? And then you went to the transition. I'm like, oh, my gosh. That was landed like a triple axle. That was amazing. <laughs> wow. Thank you, TJ. No. 9.7. No, exactly. 9.6. Yeah. Awesome. All right. <laughs> of course, you interrupted his transition, yeah, yeah. so. No, I mean, tell I me know. how great it was. Yeah, so, <laughs> it, so it didn't quite land, thereby ruining <laughs> the transition. It's like if you had like run out into the ice, like and tapped Tanya Harding's shoulder, and like you're doing a great job halfway through. I wasn't yeah. done. So who wrote this? I did. It's an old piece of writing that I really like, and I can never bring it on stage because it is very clearly dated. Here you go, folks. This is written by George. The Nordstrom return policy. 
Hi, welcome to Nordstrom. How can I... Oh my God, you're Hillary Clinton. I'm so sorry, I didn't recognize you. Please, Kimberly, call me Hillary. I'm not here as a presidential candidate. I'm shopping like an everyday American. Okay then, wow, Mrs. Uh, uh, Hillary, how can I help you? I would like to return this blouse. Absolutely. I can take care of this return for you. Did you say you had your receipt? No, I did not. Oh, that's not a problem. Nordstrom has a very generous return policy. Did you get a receipt when you purchased the blouse? Well, Kimberly, I'm glad you asked that question. I understand it is the policy of the Nordstrom Corporation to provide each customer with a printed summary of the transaction. I have no reason to believe that the sales clerk failed to follow the appropriate protocol. So you do have your receipt? I'm confident that I do. Great. We're making progress. May I see it? I would love to show you the receipt, and I'm sure my lawyers could produce it at any moment, if subpoenaed. No, th that won't be necessary. It's okay if you threw it out. I do that all the time. I certainly wouldn't say that I have trashed my receipt. Okay. I understand. I'm a first-year law student, so I speak a little legalese. <laughs> you are saying you have your receipt, you just don't have it with you, correct? To the best of my knowledge, that may not be an untrue statement. Maybe we sent you a copy by email. You, mm, you know, never mind. Um, you know what? I can just search the transaction by name. Okay, Mrs. Clinton. Please, call me Hillary. I'm approachable. Here you are, Hillary. I see that you purchased this blouse on sale for $59.99. Like everyday Americans, I buy my clothes off the clearance rack. Was there anything wrong with the blouse? I wouldn't say wrong. It's a finely crafted garment made in the United States by a patriotic designer, Mr. Ralph Lauren. Was there a problem with the fit? Well, I cannot speak to the fit of the blouse on every woman. Please! <laughs> Miss Clinton, I mean, Hillary. Nordstrom is famous for our return policy. We will take back anything, and I do mean anything, even if it wasn't purchased here. I personally have taken back power tools, douche, and a lawn chair. So could you please just tell me why you are returning this blouse? Well, Kimberly, there could be any number of reasons. Perhaps the size, or the color, or perhaps because gay Twitter said I looked like R2-T2's grandmother. Honestly, I think the American people are more interested in bringing back jobs than my blouse. There's no need to be so cautious. Nordstrom is a safe space. There are no reporters, no deplorables, no one to offend. It's just you, Hillary, and me, Kimberly. Just a couple of gal pals. Sure. My point is, you can be honest with me. Absolutely. I am always honest. To the best of my knowledge. Okay, last question. Has the blouse been worn? Remember, there is no wrong answer. I guess that depends on what your definition of worn is. You know what? I'll just write that your opinion of the blouse has evolved. Hmm, it's accurate, non-committal, evadable. I love it. Thank God. I am refunding the full amount onto your American Express black card. Thank you for shopping at Nordstrom, Mrs. Clinton. No, thank you, Kimberly. And please, call me Hillary. I'm relatable.
<laughs> I'm gonna give up Hillary as a Democratic candidate for Lent. Oh, oh wow. nice. Well, that's so maybe not we controversial. That sooner. We're not talking <laughs> politics on the show, but how can you mm. not? It, it's it's hard not to. It is. It's very yeah, it hard not it to. It's like we're it living is. in an echo chamber of mm-hmm. politics mm-hmm. right now. We were looking for our favorite jazz station, which has disappeared today in the car. And Rush Limbaugh came on at one point as we, and I said, "Turn it off, turn it off." I almost got in an accident. Oh no! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's a conspiracy. I feel like this is some bird box stuff. But mm. what do I know? <laughs> we, on the funniest people I know, have created a Lenten challenge. We've each come up with something to challenge you to give up for Lent. You're going to pick one, and then you have to give that up for Lent. You can either be something that you have to give up, or something that you have to do more of. You can do that, too. Okay. Because I went to Catholic high school. And so, like, I if I wanted to challenge you to eat more meat. True. Okay. I, was, I don't know. <laughs> oh, George, that's so oh, rude. That would be How the rude. worst. How rude. Okay, all right. Yes. Will, I want you to do more haircuts. <laughs> and I liked how you had it for your sister's wedding. It was a really good hairstyle. So for the Linton oh, season, I, I want you to have less hair, more haircuts. Yeah. Fair okay. enough. Yes. But haircuts is plural, so I'd have to get at least two in 40 days. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Copy yep. that. All right. All right. I like it. Mm-hmm. 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 I do have totally. this weird shaggy 70s thing going on. I know it's a bit confusing. What do you got, Alexandria? You should give up flip-flops, and wear <laughs> close-toed shoes <laughs> until Easter. Oh, that's good. Wow. I, oh, now wow. I really like yours yeah. more. Mine is, every time we've hung out lately, you've said things like, mm, I'm trying to be more healthy, so I'm not drinking as much. <laughs> so my challenge for you is to drink more with me during Lent. Yes. Oh. So you have to pick, during this Lent season, are you going to take on more haircuts, <laughs> wear closed-toed shoes, or drink more with joy. <laughs> That's not challenging at all. I almost want to pick two. If you're picking haircuts and shoes, I'm right with you. <laughs> I love it. I'm not going to give up flip-flops. I will get more haircuts. Yay! Yay. I win! Okay. One That's point for TJ. All right, what do we have for TJ? TJ, I would like you to give up Uber or Lyft. What? No. You're giving him DUIs. <laughs> it's expensive. No, you can take a rickshaw. Yeah. You can get know. a lime scooter. Yes, I guess you could. Yeah. A bird. But no Uber Lyft because there's this whole wage disparity with mm-hmm. these folks and putting money in their car and they only make on average two bucks an hour. Not a thing that all of us feel like we should support. So for 40 days, if you could give up Uber or Lyft, I'm not encouraging you to drink and drive. <laughs> hmm. Okay. I'm not hearing We you. haven't talked say? about the fact that TJ broke someone's arm on a scooter oh, either. I didn't break her <laughs> what? arm. What? That's, that's, that's another story for another time. <laughs> TJ. All right, Alex, okay. what do you have for TJ? TJ, I have another give up thing. Maybe you should give up dating apps for Lynn. Oh. He goes, I've got 10 on my phone. JDate.com, find a farmer. I'm an old lady, so I only know of the Walmart of the dating app. It's all good. I had a feeling that one would come up. TJ, originally I was going to ask you to give up talking about your bowel movements. Oh, okay. But in honor of Logan Paul, I thought I would ask you to give up being gay for a month. Oh, So TJ has to be straight for a month? Yeah, so for Lent. Uber, Lyft, gayness, or dating apps. You have to watch football and and wear khakis. You can still dress well, so it'll be metro. Well, there's no football in March. You would know that. if. Oh, yeah, you have to watch March Madness. Madness. Oh, my God, you have to watch basketball. I love March March Madness. Madness. I will support you.
Anything previously right. scheduled is allowed. It's like two friends hanging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go to a bowling alley. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think I want to give uh, <laughs> Lyft an Uber. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. all right. You know he's going to be calling all of us for rides. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. Why don't you find out for us what other ways there are to get around okay. yeah. in the city of Atlanta? It could be cool. Right. Yeah. Horseback. Yeah. Sleigh. Mm-hmm. True. Bicycle. Do you have a bicycle? I don't. I will lend you yeah. a bicycle for 40 days. You can also rent one around town. It's yeah. cheaper to well. borrow. Okay, yeah, I'll borrow it. I will lend Let's you a bike. <laughs> Alexandria. Alexandria. Mm-hmm. I think you are really funny on stage. So my challenge for you this Lenten season <laughs> is to do stand-up comedy. Oh, God. Yeah. Ooh, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I can see you doing it, and I think you'd be amazing. Hmm, I Okay. Think you should do TJ's and not do mine, which was to delete Instagram from your phone. Oh, oh. Ooh, that just gave me yeah. a little heartburn. Oh. That one. Yeah. I would like you to spend two consecutive nights in a row sleeping outside. Ooh, so you basically have to go camping wow. for the weekend. Oh, is that too hard oh, this time of year? Terrible. It should be at a campground or some <laughs> kind of not not, like not be inter- evicted. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so my options are try stand-up. Delete Instagram. Delete Instagram. There's so much funny stuff. How can we get through? Yeah, blame it on Quay. Blame it on Quay. That show is hilarious. Okay, or or go Mm -hmm. camping. One night. Can it be glamping? Ooh, does no. that count? Like, what do you mean, air mattress? Like Oprah and like my cabin. Oprah and mom <laughs> form of camping? I think Oprah camping would be to rent the Biltmore for the night. <laughs> exactly. You can glamp. I would say it should be in a tent. No trailer. I'm asking like, for you know two what? open mic nights. Two or three. You could also <laughs> go sleep on George's does porch. She, does she have to use the ladies' room outside in this camping trip? You can use well, the ladies' room during stand-up. Campgrounds have bathrooms, if okay. that's what you mean. Okay. Oh, they do. No, you don't have to use the digger and poop in a hole. No. Okay, okay, okay. I feel like that's not authentic then, though. <laughs> Part of me is kind of leaning towards TJ yeah. because it's been something in a goal list of mine mm-hmm. anyway. Yes. And maybe this is something that I can do to challenge myself. Oh, yes. my God, y'all, I'm so nervous. Yes. So she just has to do it one time? It's 40 days, right? So, so 40 times. Yeah, 40 times. <laughs> Every night, stand up every night. You'll be so good by the end you of the You would be good. Do you oh think we could get Highwire uh-huh. to allow her to open for Livewire one night yeah. and do a live recording? I'm sure they would. I'm oh, sure. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. 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 I've heard those crowds are actually pretty hot. Go We're going to do this like MTV's Made, you know, from like 2000s. We're going to take you to like, open mic night and then we're going to build you up. Three would be good. Three and 40 days? Is that reasonable? Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah three and so this days. also means that we Three have times. to hang more because you guys know you're my yes. comedy encouragers. Yeah. Okay. The wind beneath my comedic wings. If we, <laughs> this is where it all started, folks. For George, oh, okay. I have less drinking. Mm. Let's do an Alex. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love George dearly, and I feel like this would play well with George's disposition. I would like you to give yourself a compliment at least once a day. <laughs> so TJ. I would like George to buy lunch and have lunch with a homeless person. I will be giving myself a compliment <laughs> every day. <laughs> Wait, what, what are those there? called? Attributions? Affirmations. 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 Positive affirmations. That's and they great. have to be like good ones. You can even do like being Mary Jane. Did anyone ever watch that on BET? No? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. She would write positive notes and post yeah. them in mirrors.
DJ is going to not take Lyft and Uber. Will is going to stay well-groomed. Alexandria is going to do stand-up, <laughs> and I will do daily affirmations. What happens if we fail? What is the punishment? Does anybody have any penance ideas? God will smite us. I imagine we'll drop off. Yeah. I think there will probably only be two standing at the end. I think the losers should have to do something you would not want to do, like public humiliation, like like saying Britney Spears on this show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. You know, George, another affirmative fellow <laughs> in pop culture yes. is the Black Dwarf. Do any of you know who the Black what? Dwarf is? <laughs> Wait a minute, Will. <laughs> There's the Lost and Found thrift store. And I found this book that came out in 2015 by my friend John Morris. Okay. It's called The League of Regrettable Superheroes. Okay. We all know Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, you name it, the X-Men. If so many came to be popular, Mm -hmm. how many flops were there that didn't make it? This is essentially the writer's graveyard of superheroes. Oh, okay. okay. I want to read about one of my favorites called The Black Dwarf. The quote here says... That gun in your pocket gives me ideas. Bad ideas. Professional sportsman Shorty Wilson, as his nickname implies, stood about shoulder high to the average man. But when this former All-American football star downed his gaucho hat, black robes, and twin automatic pistols, he became the Black Dwarf, scourge of the underworld. Shorty was aided by a team of agents. His crew consisted of ex-criminals converted to the side of law and order. The highlight of Black Dwarf's adventures lay in the language. Tough-talking dames and mugs threw around street-level slang with such fluidity that some of the better examples seem almost like poetry. Ixnay on the horseplay, my noble knave, warns the dwarf while facing a foe of intimidating stature, or I'll pop lead pellets into your gizzard. You can't play blind man's bluff when your shoes squeak, chum, he advises on another occasion, before flattening a foe by adding, take a bite of knuckle pie. When sharp wordplay failed to get results, the dwarf and his agents were happy to resort to violence. Few other comics of the era would have portrayed the hero cheerily firing a bullet through a bad guy's shooting hand or dangling a ne'er-do-well by a noose around his neck, but the black dwarf had no qualms about leaving a trail of dead bodies in his wake. So, folks, I'm going to show this photo, which we'll put up on our website, of the black dwarf. He kind of looks like a scary Zorro. He's very much so not. Black in any way. Yeah, he's right. white. I don't know. No shade. I thought I was expecting like a Gary Coleman situation. Yeah. 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 I was like, you're Lord. offending so many populations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's extremely pale, wearing a less pale mask. It's, and then yeah. he's got a red hat and cape and then a green cloak. It's like nothing is black. Nothing. Nothing he, at all. No, other than the deeds that he does. Oh. Mm. How metaphorical. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's symbolic. And this was November 1944, and then it wasn't popular, so they rebranded him. <laughs> he became, after the Black Dwarf, the Blue Monk. <laughs> because that's sure. how you reel a man. <laughs> how that has not become a movie franchise. <laughs> that's yeah. who TJ is going to be okay. for Halloween, mm-hmm. the Black Dwarf. Yeah. And like, consequently, he will then, in 30 years, become the governor of Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He will never have a no. job in oh, public eye yeah. again. Nope. Mm-mm. Well, I don't know. <laughs> not the way these things work around yeah. here these days. <laughs> yeah, no. But that's another story for another day. Mm-hmm. Folks, you remember we all took a Razzie film... 
and gave a review, and we've got the results of the Razzie. And we've also got a little bit of Oscar buzz for you from our buddy TJ over here. Yeah. So take it away. Thanks, Will. We're recording the day after the Oscars, and I'm here with TJ. So, TJ, what did you think? George, I don't know. This Oscars was kind of boring in the sense you didn't have any John Travolta mispronouncing Idiot Menzel's name or the wrong best picture called or those kind of moments where... You're you're right. There's nothing memorable happened. Exactly. Nobody fell. Nobody streaked. Nobody flubbed. Mm -hmm. No standout moments that were just dramatic. Maybe Rami Malek fell off on the stage, but... But nobody saw that. Exactly. So what did you think about there not being a host? I think it would have made it better, less boring. Remember when Ellen DeGeneres hosted, she had a group selfie. I love the selfie. And everybody got pizza. Exactly. And she was vacuuming, and Jimmy Kimmel brought in all those tourists from the street into the That was weird for those people, though. Right. I felt bad for them. But it was interesting, (laughs) nonetheless. You had one person for a comedic relief, and here we had Melissa McCarthy wearing a gown that was covered in rabbits with a rabbit puppet, and Maya Rudolph, Tina Fey, and Amy Poehler had their segment at the beginning, which was funny. That was the only comic relief out of the whole thing. I didn't really miss the host, but you're right, nothing really happened. But what's remarkable every year is that no matter what happens, the next day, everybody complains about the host. Yes. They weren't funny enough, whether it's Sean Stewart or Ellen or Whoopi Goldberg. This year, there's no host, so everybody's complaining that they needed a host. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's literally the most thankless job in Hollywood, and even when nobody does it, they get criticized. You know who would not have been criticized if they had hosted Whoopi Goldberg. I was waiting for her to come out because she wasn't on The View the past one or two weeks or so, so they all thought she was going to be hosting. If she had came out as a surprise host or some other legendary comic, I think it would have been... Bob Hope, as a ghost, could come back and host, and people would still be like, hmm... Would have been better if he had been alive. Or a Michael Jackson hologram. Yeah. yeah, Who knows? It would have gotten me too'd. Exactly. Did you have a best and worst dress? Yes. J-Lo won for best dress for me. Just she was like real shiny. She looked like a disco ball. You're like a raccoon. <laughs> you just like shiny things. Exactly. And she was covered in mirrors. <laughs> like you could check out your reflection in her dress and see if you looked great. You're so vain. You know? exactly. You're like, oh my god, J-Lo, you look great. Your dress looks like me. Yeah, exactly. And wait, like, can you just stand still for like one moment while I, okay. You're yeah, like picking things we, out yeah. of your teeth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those gestures are great for radio. <laughs> oh, what about your worst? Tommy Hilfiger. He wore this multi-plaid pattern suit. Oh, he should know better. I know. He's a fashion designer, too. It was a bold, risky move, but wrong, bold. There were so many random people there. (laughs) They just, like, Meryl Streep wasn't there, so they just, like, filled the seats with whatever randomos they could find. She wasn't there. You're right. Wow. I knew the show was missing something. Maybe it wasn't a host, but it was definitely It was just missing Meryl. Yeah, exactly. It was missing Meryl Streep. Before the Oscars, we did the Razzies, which was announced the night before the Oscars. Yes. We watched all those terrible movies, and we made our predictions, and we could not have been more wrong. Yeah. I'll just go through them. So Worst Supporting Actress ended up being Kellyanne Conway, which I had randomly picked, and I can't even believe I picked that. Congrats. Yeah, for Fahrenheit 11.9. Worst Supporting Actor was John C. Riley for Holmes and Watson, oh. which you guessed, TJ. Oh, and what? I saw that movie, and I hated it, and I didn't even 
think about that. Worst actress was Melissa McCarthy. Yay! Yay! For Happy Time Murders, which you and I both guessed. And that's it. That's all the points. <laughs> really? Wow. We were wrong after that. Worst actor, which I disagree with this, we all went for John Travolta, and it was Donald Trump. And I'm going to say Donald Trump is not an actor and should not have won that. I completely agree. And then the worst picture was Holmes and Watson, and we all thought it was going to be Gotti. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that was bad, but I don't think it deserved to even be remembered for being bad. I know. Oh, man. Who won? It was a tie. You oh. got two, and I got two, so there oh, was no hey. winner. Go us. So, I mean, Will <laughs> and Alexandria totally lost. But there had to be a winner. It was us. It, it was us, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Team George and TJ. <laughs> then with our Oscar Fantasy League, TJ, you came in last. Oh, Yeah, great. you had three points. <laughs> At you, least I won the Razzie. You picked Roma. <laughs> uh, if you add your Razzie to your Fantasy League, Alexandria yeah. loses uh, with yep. four points. She had Black Panther and Black Klansman, which each got her a point. But then I realized that she also picked The Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, and Wreck-It Ralph, which oh. are all nominated for the same category. She, like, oh, yeah. was competing against herself. Wow. <laughs> Way to go. Good move, Alex. I won with seven. Oh. And hey. Will came in second with oh. five. So, yay me. Wait, which films? I had Spider-Man, A Star is Born, oh. Bohemian Rhapsody randomly won those four Oscars for no reason. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you saw that. No, Rami Malek won, and I thought it was going to yeah. be... For Best Performance by Dentures. Oh, uh, yeah, right, exactly. Oh, man. I didn't expect to get four points for that movie, and then I had the favorite get me a point. Will had Beale Street get a point, Vice got a point, and he got three unexpected points for Green Book. That was surprising for yeah. Best Picture. I yeah. don't think anyone had predicted Green Book. Really. No. Did you see it? I did not see it. I was expecting Stars Born or Black Panther, seeing as how they were racking up during the whole show. I was really rooting for Black Klansman. I thought it was going to be the favorite, yeah. but I saw Green Book. I saw all of them, oh. and I did not expect that to happen. It's so... Basic, And when you see it, you'll understand. It's like you took a how-to-write-a-script, mm-hmm. paint-by-numbers, and mm-hmm. then they wrote a script, and then they made a movie. It's really simple, and I'm surprised that it won. I watch the animated and live-action shorts every year, because I'm a big dork like that. Oh, I love the animated shorts, and the one that won is fine. But yeah. the live-action movies that won, first of all, the world is going through some stuff. If you watch oh. those live-action shorts, that's some intense filmmaking. Oh, okay. And all of them were about children in peril. Oh. Like One was about children murderers. Oh, my. One was about a missing child. Oh. One was about a child that dies. Oh, uh, Yeah, it was really terrible. Oh, my um, gosh. The other one is about the child who grows up in a family of skinheads, and that's oh. who won. Then... The one I thought should have won was the one about the missing child. And just like 10 minutes of a mom on the phone freaking the F out. Just one woman acting into a phone. You're on the edge of your seat. It's intense. And what won was this weird skinhead movie. I think it was because all the other ones had subtitles, and that was the one American movie, and people are lazy, and they didn't want to read. And so they voted for the one they could understand. The Academy. Anyway, the the Academy. I think those are good final words. Lazy Academy. Yeah. That's TJ's final report on Oscars 2019. (laughs) Lazy. Featuring George. (laughs) (laughs) That does it for this episode of The Funniest People I Know. 
We broadcast on Saturdays at 1.30 p.m. on the Georgia Radio Reading Service. The podcast is available Sundays on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or just ask Alexa to play Funniest People I Know. Please help us spread the word, rate, review, and subscribe. Contact us on Twitter and Instagram at Funniest People I Know or email funniestpeopleiknow at gmail.com. Have yourselves a hilarious week.